It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello and welcome to Generation Skywalker. I'm Stuart Skinner and I'm I'm flying solo tonight because、um, I've got coming up an interview I did with、uh, Zia Resvi, a lovely, lovely chap. We delved into his collecting habits, a bit about his background, reversal Star Wars, but he's got some amazing runs. So、um, sit back, enjoy the interview, and、uh, I'll see you on the other side. Right now, I'm delighted to welcome Zia Resvi to Generation Skywalker. Good evening, Zia. Hi. Good evening, Stu. How are you doing today? I'm all good. I'm all good. We're all、uh, all getting in a festive spirit. Are you a、uh, you a big Christmas person? Ah,、uh, not really, but I, I do enjoy the the spirit of it, and and you know the atmosphere and 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 the excitement and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not. Big into it, but still,、uh, yeah, it's 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 fun fun thing. I enjoy you're, it. You're not a humbug. That's <laughs>、no. that's the question. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Zia, we've we've got you on tonight. We're going to go through、um, like we've done in the past with other guests. We've I've asked you for your five areas of Star Wars w- with regards to collecting, which which means the most to you. But before we get onto that, I want I want to go back with regards to Star Wars and get why why you are invested in Star Wars. Now, to start with, Zia. How old were you, and, and where did you first see it? Because、um, I'm sure I read somewhere you you saw Star Wars in Belgium. Yes, I, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> Good. Yes, yes. I was about I think nine years old. I think、uh, before we actually go back in time and 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 look at you know sort of my background and how I got into Star Wars, I think it'd be great if I if I just tell you about my three phases of collecting. Yeah,、um, yeah, that sounds good. That put a bit of context、um, uh, to to my whole sort of. Uh, collection and 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 when we talk about you know the my, the the photos and stuff that we will discuss later on in the interview, I actually the first phase of my collecting was、uh, when I first、uh, watched Star Wars 
It was very much about pictures and, and, and printed materials, magazines and books and scrapbooks and stuff like that. The second phase uh, was about tops cards. Uh, and the found phase, which I'm uh, currently sort of collecting, is, is the, uh, the toys, Star Wars toys. So this is just give you a bit of context. I, I grew up in Belgium. Um, I, I've got a younger brother. Uh, we were both uh, big uh, Star Wars fans. Uh, and I remember, I think it was summer of 1977, uh, when my uh, brother uh, and I, which is called by my, my dad, my dad called me in and said, Hey boys, um, he showed us a magazine, a U.S. magazine, and, and showed us showed us that uh, there was this new movie that came on in the U.S. called Star Wars, and I I instantly became fascinated by by the poster, uh, by this this guy holding this lightsaber, a dark shadowy figure in the background, and these two funny looking robots or android, I don't know what they were, um, and then um, a, a couple of weeks later, uh, my dad uh, brought. Uh, some tops trading card uh, home, uh, which uh, I opened, and I still remember the the smell of the, the bubble gum. And I often wonder if he had brought me uh, action figures, you know how how you know how it would have changed me. But at this stage, it was these cards, and I was fascinated by them and all that stuff. A uh, couple of weeks later, uh, we saw the movie. Yeah, so it was around September, um, I think, nineteen seventy seven. Uh, back in Belgium, I first saw Star Wars, uh, and like everyone else, loved it. Really, when it came out from there, uh, from the, from the cinema hall, I was just uh, thrilled, very excited, and 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 you know, loved the movie. Uh, was 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 a great movie. Uh, it's funny because it, it, unlike today, you 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 saw the movie only once. You, you didn't see it a couple of times. Like most most kids, you wanted to recreate. Uh, you know the moments from the f- movie, f- movie, and we didn't have anything like the YouTube and and video recorders that we have now. Uh, so what I did, I, I really launched myself into collecting anything, anything which reminded of the movie. Things like stickers, cards, you know, magazines, books, whatever I could grab. My dad never encouraged us to to buy any toys. So for some reason, I never got into toys at that stage. Wherever I went, I, you know, if I had a found a magazine, I just used to scrap, get get scrap the the pieces of articles and whatever, whatever it was. Even if it was a logo, whatever of Star Wars, I just had to have it and put it in my scrapbook. Sorry to interrupt you there, Z. Before before we go on too far here, I just want to ask you a couple of questions about what you said. So, so first of all, seeing it in Belgium, what language did you um watch the film in? Was it in English at that point? Well, it was English. It was English. I grew up learning English. Uh, from from the beginning, so it was uh, natural that when we went to cinema, cinema, we actually watched it on, on uh, in English subtitle. It was actually subtitled in French and uh, Flemish, which is like similar to Dutch, uh, because in, in Belgium they speak two languages, Flemish and and French. So it was subtitled, but I saw it in in in, in English. So you you grew up in Brussels, did you? This was your yes, I did. Yeah, 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 I did. I did grow up in, in Brussels. I um, went to school there. Do my went to my primary and secondary school there before uh, going to uh, settling in England uh, in the late eighties. I studied at Warwick before moving to London uh, in the early nineties. You also just mentioned um, mentioned a magazine. Now I kind of came across the magazine you were talking about. Now, I've I've not seen this before. This was a Reader's Digest. That's correct. 
the obviously British listeners will know Regis Digest pretty well. It's quite an interesting cover, isn't it? Because uh, September 1977, it's got Star Wars. It's got this massive Vader head, the Death Star X-Wings and the robots. And then right across the middle of it, it's got the sex test. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're so far apart, aren't they? It's, uh... Oh, my God. I, I, obviously, when, when I, don't re- I don't have any recollection of it. <laughs> <laughs> when my dad showed us the next but this this time I was only looking at the poster or the the, the artwork. Um, I don't remember this is only the yeah later on when I I, I got I, I have actually I, yes I, I got hold of, of the magazine original magazine and yeah I saw that it was quite funny yes <laughs> yeah just like yeah quite different things to have on the cover there yeah I've never, never seen that before I want to look out for it. be quite interesting to see oh, there wasn't there wasn't many pictures inside. I think it was just an article uh, in the magazine about the movie uh, because it was it was a summer issue. So it was just when the movie had come out and it was just talking about, you know, the story behind the movie. I don't I, I mean, I, I don't even recall reading the whole article, but I just re- remember glimpses of it about, you know, yeah. the whole history behind it, how George Lucas uh, went to 20th Century Fox to uh, raise uh, money for it and stuff like that. So you were you were saying that you used to get a lot of tops cards and stuff, and it it really is quite beautiful. You you did a scrapbook. You just you just alluded to you did a scrapbook, and you've digitalized the scrapbook and and got it online. Correct, that's right. Yeah, it, it's fantastic, isn't it? I, I mean that that kind of thing to me when when people talk about nostalgia and things from their childhood. Yes, it's great having your toys, but you created that. That came Correct, from your yeah. passion and your your mind. It's it's brilliant. Uh, I think it's one of your main treasure pieces. Yeah, it is. I, I, I still, I mean, I, yeah, I've kept it. It's, it's probably the, from that era, from that, what I call the first phase of collecting, that's the scrapbook, that's I've, I've kept it. Uh, but still, you, you, you just won't believe to the extent I went to, as I said, to get some of these pictures. I I, I mean, like going to the dentist or going to the doctors, you know, grab the magazine. I just, that's it. I just, if it has Star Wars, yeah, just, I, I, I remember once going to, um, to a friend's house and I went to the bathroom there, and they they had this the, the Star Wars uh, bubble bath uh, in a box. I think it was sealed. I just grabbed the box and I said I opened it and I just grabbed it. I said I want the box because it had picture of, of C three P or something like that. I don't remember. Uh, but I just grabbed it. It was for my my, my scra- scrapbook, and I think it, it is there. It is in, in my scrapbook that, that uh, you know pictures taken from this uh, or the the actual packaging from the bubble bath. Uh, so it was, oh yeah, it was nuts. I, I think my only recollection of getting any um, toy-related items was in the summer of 1978, uh, I visited uh, my uncle and aunt in the, in New York. And uh, my uncle took me to uh, this department store. And I still remember the smell of plastic in the toy area. And he um, he asked me, you know, just pick up any of any any items you want. So I actually the two items I picked up from there was the Darth Vader, uh, Kenner Darth Vader, uh, and also the uh, Kenner uh, movie viewer, which became one of my my, my all time favorite uh, toy from, from my childhood. Because once again, because we did not have any videos or any any internet or anything like that, so the only way to relive the movie was things like like these toys, which you can just you know view it's a, it was like a couple of minutes clip of the, of the movie uh, so i can enjoy that so that's my only recollection from the toys uh that i actually bought uh apart from that it was really much yeah some trading cards stickers and and and, and magazine clippings and and you know newspaper ads and stuff like that a really fascinating area so this is kind of alluding to your you just said your first phase 1977 to 1983 all those kind of items so in 1983 now first of all i just want to I give a nod to um, 
Stephen Danley's podcast, Star Wars and the Movies, which you did a, an amazing interview. I, I suggest people go back and have a listen to that. Uh, episode six. Brilliant. Steve Danley does a fantastic job. One of my favorite podcasts. You do talk on there that you um, recorded a Return of the Jedi trailer for local television. I've got to ask you about that before we can move on from any of this. Yeah, it's a funny story because there was such a high, uh, anticipation for uh, Return of the Jedi. I mean, it was amazing. I, I think it, it, it's just uh, waiting, the waiting as a kid, you're waiting for the movie to come out and, and, and you, know, you hear stories. And, uh, and I used to be subscribed to Banda Tracks and used to read a Starlog magazine and, so yeah, so we hadn't we hadn't seen any 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 trailer, but we there was a there was a French uh, TV show, uh, was sci-fi uh, TV show called um, Tant X uh, on, on French television, and they these guys I don't know why, but they were at two a.m. Uh, these guys were going going to broadcast the teaser trailer of Return of the Jedi. Uh, my brother and I we were very excited, and we thought, okay, great, uh, let's set the the video uh, recorder uh, to you know to 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 have it recorded um, at 2 a.m. We, we just, we couldn't, we just couldn't wait. We just, we stayed up all night and, uh, and at 2 a.m. we just we decided, okay, you know what, no, let's, let's record it, but we want to watch it. Uh, and we watched it. And then after that, we just, I think we watched it 10, 15 times the whole night um, because we just, we were just thrilled by, 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 by seeing, you know, uh, you know, some of these, these scenes from, from the movie uh, and, uh, very excited and you know so it was yeah it was, it was good fun brilliant so let's just carry on with looking at your collecting phases then so what happens in 1983 that you move away from star wars items um i mean obviously I, jedis are just coming out there and you're excited for the trailer i guess i guess it's after i mean jedi you you know I mean, you must have heard from other collectors that you you go through a phase where you know you go to high school and stuff like that and you know i think the, the passion was there but not as 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 high, and uh, I just had to move on. Went to high school, uh, then, as I said, went to 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 the UK in, in uh, to study at Warwick University. Still read a lot of science fiction, watched all the movies. As you know, in 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 the eighties, there was an explosion of of great science science fiction and fantasy movies, uh, which came out. Uh, and Star Wars was always in the back of my mind, uh, but I was not really actively sort of collecting anything. Same as most people, you know, isn't it? It's a life, uh, life takes over. That's right, yeah. So you you stated to me that you got your, your second phase of collecting, 94 to 2005, so quite a an expansive period of time, 11 years. But it was all about Topps Trading Cards at this point. That's um, right, that's right. So, so what triggered you getting back into any kind of collecting at that point? 94, what happens in 94? While we were in London, uh, my brother and I uh, just uh, decided to go to uh, Empire Day. There was an Empire Day uh, in Elstree. I think it was 94. And I, um, we visited, uh, uh, it was like, a, uh, you know, some of the actors were there. Kenny Baker and Dave Pros were there and all that. So it was, was good fun. I, and I enjoyed it. I thought, wow, you know, Star Wars is alive and kicking and all that. Uh, and I also remember uh, a show of... Um, some uh, uh, behind-the-scene uh, lost footage from Return of Jedi, so we watched that. It was good fun. And then uh, at some point, we we went to the dealer's room, and I saw the, the top trading card, and I said, "Wow! Well, I used to collect those, and yeah, I you know I triggered that interest and say, you know what, I love to get them back." And you have to remember that when I when I started collecting uh, my, during my first phase, I only got the, the first set, you know, the, the blue set. 
then I found out there was what uh, another four, yeah, you know, the, the, the yellow, orange, and whatever uh, set. And uh, at the same time, my brother actually uh, moved to uh, to the United States, and um, him also being a Star Wars fan, went on shopping spree. He just went berserk. He just bought everything, any books and magazines and cards, whatever we we, we craved for or what we missed out as a kid. He bought that he, and, and he shipped it back to, uh, to, uh, to the UK. Uh, and that's how I got into all these Topps credit cards. I expanded that to the modern line, the, the, the wide vision Topps credit card and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that was it. Uh, up to uh, 2005, I had, I mean, I had, I had, a, I had a big, big, big collection then. Yeah, so a, a really interesting area actually. And it's sometimes those kind of real focus areas. So even at that point, you still not ever really had the toys, have you? I mean, no, 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 no I didn't. Well, what happened is that towards I think it was mid 2000, 2005, 2006, I I just I, I needed I needed some money, so I had to you know get get rid of some of my collection, and I was probably tired of this. You know, I had achieved what I wanted. You know, completed all my sets and stuff like that. I was very very lucky that uh, that uh, I um, had a, a willing buyer who actually bought sixty percent of my collection. Oh, wow! So that helped me quite a lot. And I think it was probably 2008 or nine. I I was browsing the internet uh, and I saw all these you know people collecting these toys and Kenner toys and I thought, wow, um, I seem to have missed all of this. You know, I because because I did not buy any toys when I was a kid. I always saw them on the shop window. So for me, and this is why that explains I think probably a lot of why I collect mint on cars rather than loose figures. Uh, so I saw these toys on you know, the internet and I thought. I would love to get into it, but where do I start? So this was actually the, the start of my, my third and current phase of collecting. Um, and I was very, very lucky that I got friendly with uh, uh, someone who actually became my mentor at, around that time. Uh, his, um, uh, the guy's name was uh, Jeff Carlton. Uh, he's the author of the Star Wars Wish book. All right, yes. So we actually, and this is before the time of Facebook, so I, I was actually corresponding with him on email. So he, he taught me everything about uh, vintage collecting, uh, uh, toy vintage collecting, you know, about 12 back and, and whatever and all, all, the, all the kind of lines. I, I didn't know anything about all those things. And, but but he, he taught me two things which I, I, I hold very daily uh, and which have really uh, helped me shape my, my, my collection, really, uh, and, and help, help me achieve all the things that I have at the moment. Uh, and, and the two pieces of advice he always he gave me was, be patient. Uh, this this uh, this hobby requires a lot of patience, especially uh, if you want something in a good condition. You'll have to wait for it. Uh, but also, you know, at the same time, do a lot of research. You know, patience and research. Uh, and and the second piece of advice was in the same line that if you want to get good things, always aim for the good thing. In terms of go for uh, uh, the item to be mint or name mint. Uh, and and that's that's a piece of advice I've always uh, I've followed since. And I'm still following that. Yeah, sound advice as well, especially the patience. I mean, since uh, I mean this this modern era of of collecting, there, there seems to be a lot of people come in the hobby, don't there, and try to to buy everything straight away. And and you see so many of just people just burn out and just disappear again. So that the patience to me is a, a really vital part if you're if you're in the hobby for the long time. It's a good advice. Are you still in touch with? No, I tried to uh, reach out to him actually. 
just to say probably thank you really uh, because it's they say a lot of what I, I've, I've achieved is thanks to him so I've, I've, I've tried on Facebook I've even emailed him uh, but I haven't had much success really do you remember what your very first um, toy purchase was did you do what we all do and just just buy all sorts and quite unfocused and just uh, yeah all over the place i'm still oh yeah now to be fair Correct. yeah i i i yes i i went i think my first if i can read i think the first one was probably a, a r2d2 sensorscope a return of jedi one and i i think it was even as it was it was budget so it was really it had a yellow bubble and all that stuff but as I say, I was learning. I was, I was, I was just picking up things. And but yes, I was at the same time striving, as I say, to to aim for items in a very good condition. Yeah, I got all kind of stuff: ships, uh, box ships, mint on cards, even loose figures, uh, posters, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. I was whatever I could, I, I could grab. But as I say, uh, one of the key things is why I, I got some of these items. A lot of these items is because my brother was. It's, it's still in the US at the moment, but he helped me uh, purchase uh, quite a lot of stuff. I used to go on, on, on eBay and, and, and buy stuff and got it shipped to his, uh, his, his home address. And then, uh, you know, he, he brought it back uh, whenever he came to the to, to UK to visit me and, and my, my parents. That's a helpful a helpful link to have, isn't it? Someone in the States. I mean, and, and you also, you, you started collecting, you've got down phase three starting in 2011. Still reasonable prices there, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, do you ever look back and just think, wow, what happened? Because at that point, I mean, you could still pick up some really nice stuff. I know some stuff was expensive, but not like it is now. Oh, yeah, yeah, correct, correct, yeah. Oh, yeah, there were there was, um, I mean, you didn't realise at that time, but yes, I mean, I, I got some some pretty good good stuff then. I mean, it's interesting, as I say, when, when I started it, um, there was so many stuff I bought, which I don't have anymore, which I, I sold. But uh, yeah, because of prices were reasonable at that time, you, you, you know, you just, you just bought them, you know. You didn't think too much about it. I was not into high-end item at that stage. Uh, it was whatever I could, I could grab, and whatever I thought was was reasonable. And now you, um, you say you say you were picking up. Well, I'll use your sentence you sent to me. I used, I had a crazy number of focus characters and ships in boxes. Do you still have a big collection like that, or are you quite focused on certain car backs, or are you focused on certain characters? I know we're going to look at some of your focuses tonight, but do you still? Um, deviate outside of those focuses i had a, i had a crazy number of character focus i mean gosh i had i had a driver ig88 ob1 tie fighter pilot i mean oh my god i had so many and i realized at time i think it was probably 2016 to 17 i realized that this is not sustainable i had to narrow my focus and i just did that i got rid of a, a lot of these uh mint on card figures and and and, and narrowed it uh to uh five characters um Destar droid Destar commander um vader uh, leia organa uh, and the r2d2 we're going to talk about four of those five shortly the only one you haven't put into um i don't think you did anyway was the desk commander that's right because it it's not as high as a focus uh, as it used to be so i have i still have a you know good set of mid on cards but no it's not as as big as as before the first thing that jumps out when you when you talk about those five i mean <laughs> you've not really gone for a cheap cheap figure in there have you they're all uh they're all first 12 and they're all um oh well, apart from death star droid first 20 but their prices have rise quite extensively and they're get harder and harder to find in oh, the yeah. condition you want so um, yeah, I talk about it. yeah yeah they, they are they are I, but as i say it's interesting when you said about whether whether i have been tempted by any other character or, or, or did i remain focused 
actually, it's remarkable that I've, I've remained focused, actually. I have not been tempted by any other focus. And, and, and I'm sure we'll go through some, some of those in more detail. But there is a story behind each of them, or there is, there is, there is something uh, which either it's a trigger or, or, or some backstory or, or even a, some, something to do with childhood. Which, which subconsciously has, has, has led me uh, to, to maintain the focus. Wonderful. Well, really, really am looking forward to uh, going through your areas you sent me because, um, I mean, some of the photos you sent me are, are incredible. And uh, as long as you're happy, um, we'll definitely have a, an enhanced version going alongside this either on our YouTube channel where people can watch along. Just before we get too much into your items, how do you have a display area or are you one of these collectors who hasn't got things on display? No, that's that's a big problem. Uh, I don't have any space. I, I I don't display them. I don't have a a room. I get envious when people talk about the, oh, the the Star Wars room, and I wish I, I had that. I don't. Uh, and what I do, in a way, it's 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 not too bad because what happens is because they are stored away, I often just take them out and display them. I enjoy them, and yeah. I take pictures, and I get I get fantastic response on on Facebook. I I love that, and it's great. And then, and then put them back, and it's good. It's good once in a while just to take them out uh, and and take pictures, and then you I think you, you start to appreciating them a lot more than if they were constantly displayed because you might get tired of seeing them and all that. I've, I I don't know. This is how how I feel. So I've it's 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 a, it's a mixed blessing. I'm sort of yeah. I'm I'm happy that I I have them, and then I can I can still take them out and and, and enjoy them. I suppose you handle them probably a bit more often than a collector with them on on show like you say you probably um look at them probably a bit more greater detail than what a collector does when they get a card and you might spend 10 minutes with it and then put it into a cabinet and that's where it sits yeah so it's uh, interesting yeah just just before we go on but what about modern do you collect modern stuff or is it not really your bag no i'm not big into modern modern is very much about yeah if i like it if i fancy it yeah I mean, I can probably give you two two modern stuff that I I enjoy just because they look good. Uh, one is General Grievous from the Vintage Collection. I, I just I, I love the card back. I love the character and and the figure is brilliant. So I've got a bunch of them. And the other one is uh, Fett. I, mean, I can't afford the vintage uh, Fett, so I thought, well, why don't we get the the modern one? Uh, and then yeah, I like the you know the Black Series and other stuff that they come out so yeah but i'm not very much into into modern it's very much whatever comes along if i like it i buy it and that's it really but nothing no no specific focus when it comes to fet they chuck out fet all the time don't they it's uh you could uh have quite a collection if you went down the modern route with him you see it uh several times a year right so zia i've got to, we're gonna go on to like i said at the beginning um i asked you for five items you've you've gone for five kind of five areas of your collecting which is which is wonderful i mean the photos you sent me are tremendous i mean every area so we'll do them in the order you sent them to me the first one you sent me was your darth vader focus not much better than getting a vader focus going is there it's a uh, so can you tell can you tell me why darth vader and then kind of take us through what your focus is with him, because uh, you've got some stunning pieces in here. I'm not sure exactly how I really got into Vader. Maybe, as I said, subconsciously, it's to do with the fact that it was the only character which I recall going to a shop, like with my uncle, and, and, and buying the figure. Maybe it's to do with that. I don't know. I've always black color or the, the dark feature of, of, of the character. And I think it's a cool character. I don't know. I, as I say, when I started vintage collecting, I, I had several focus, as I mentioned before. 
Uh, Vader was one of them, uh, but it was not big. It was not. It wasn't big. It's only uh, a set of circumstances uh, which led for me to to decide. You know what? Yeah, Vader. I, I I'm gonna concentrate on that one. I I, I really like it. Uh, and 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 the photos that uh, that you see at the moment um, was actually taken about five or six years ago. Um, interestingly enough, most of these items which you see on the photos I, I don't have anymore because I actually moved away from collecting uh, loose and and and, and baggies and, and card bags to just focus on on, on mid on cards. Uh, but but the the story behind how my Vader focus really started uh in in you know in, in earnest was i um i was on facebook and i i uh someone was selling this, this canadian chunty back and i i thought wow this is this is amazing it's really nice uh in, in the back it had this thing in french you know like yeah, it well um be, being a being a french speaker i thought wow i really want that i think this is this is a unique piece as a matter of fact it is one of the rarest card back uh to to have and, and it, it was graded also and it was um uh, from what i recall my most expensive purchase at that time so i went for it uh got it shipped from the us and when i got it i decided that you know what i had all these vader stuff you know let's let, let's take a picture do a sort of group shot of all my vader items uh, and I did that, um, and I put it on Facebook, and had a very good sort of positive reaction to that. And I, I, and I looked at it again, and I thought, you know what? I do like Vader. I think he's a very cool character. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's let's go for it. Uh, and uh, I went for it, and uh, now I own over twenty five Midon card uh, Vader items. Most of them are graded. Uh, I also uh, administer. Um, a Vader, a vintage Vader collectors group on 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 Facebook, um, and yeah, I'm very happy. <laughs> I've got a few more few more Vaders to to get, uh, but uh, as I said, also very patient, and I'm sure I'll get them someday. What's the um What's the hardest Vader to find? Obviously, I, I know things like the DT on a card. I'm, I mean, more <laughs> more your general run of the mill. I'm not well, uh... the, the 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 French one. The, I, I know some a couple of my my mates have got it. Uh, uh, the, the the French la uh, the the, the uh, what do you call it? the square? The, the, oh, the square, square card, card one. Yeah, square card one. Uh, some of them. Some another one which is eluding me is the um, the wide card back. Uh, the Takara. Oh yeah. I have the, the the normal Takara, but I don't have the, the one with the, the white background, uh, yeah. so I'm missing that. Oh, yeah, there's there's some other ones, some gems which are unique pieces. Interesting enough, I don't actually, I don't have any any for any of my focus. I don't have any any proof cards for some reason. I've never got around to to get them. I mean, I think they're they're so expensive. First of all, uh, and secondly, there is a certain charm to have with. Um, to have the, the card and and the figure together, so I, I really much my, my focus is very much on mint on cards. Yeah, well, they, they look amazing together, don't they? I mean, I always find on the Star Wars card, Vader to me always really popped with the double race track and everything. I don't know, there's just something about Vader on that card that that just really does something for me. And obviously, he's got his uh, his neon pink saber across the uh, across the card, which is always a yeah. a lovely standout piece. But um, it is actually that's by the way, if you notice, but this is the only. 
carved by the one which is him with, with his lightsaber that I collect. I don't collect any other Vaders. There was another version of him in the in on the second Death Star in, in Return Jedi, so I don't collect that one. I used to, but I I, I only focus on the original lightsaber scene with, with uh, Obi Wan. It really is a good choice. And stunning, and the Canadian card, which you say got you into it, is um a standout piece. Is that is that your favorite piece in your Vader? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I I have my other favorite piece, which I got only this year, was the twenty one C. Uh, with the sticker uh that's a nice piece that's it's also again very rare uh but the canadian i think yeah above all i think because it's so rare also from what i understand what i've been told it's the only graded 80 by fa piece uh, in existence from what i understand I'm, I'm still looking for another one to find out whether, whether to confirm this uh, but yeah it is a, a rare piece and uh, i love it fantastic run stunning figure great great choice and i think it's a great way of uh, of kicking off your uh your five so i'm going to move it on to your number two see i mean i think i think your first four items you sent me are, are based around focuses and um, obviously you just mentioned your your focuses just before we came into these now, now this is another impressive run you've r2d2 the solid dome you even call it a solid dome obsession you've told us that your first your first figure was an r2 sensor scope but this, this is a great choice for me is here because i think this is on again on the original Star Wars. I think this is the best card back image from all ninety six for me, photo wise. I love it. I agree. I agree. Um, I think it's it's this this picture of 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 you know a, a, this clean looking droid on the Yavin celebration. You know, crisp looking uh, with this dark background. I think it's it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. To understand the obsession of, of uh, with R two, I think you have to go back to my childhood. Actually, I the R2-D2 was the first loose or first action figure I came across when I was a kid uh, in school. Uh, someone brought it in school, I remember. I remember, you know, him playing with the, with the, with the toy and making the clicking sound. And all the kids were just excited and asking this guy, you know, where did you buy it and stuff like that, how much was it and all that stuff. So I, I've always been fascinated by, by R2-D2. And as I say, when I started collecting, I try to get everything uh, R2, you know, whether it's loose figures, sensor scope, pop-up figures, whatever I could, I just, I got it. But in the last few years, I, I, I came to realize, you know what, I think I, 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 I was more, more interested in, in, in the solid dome, you know, because of this, you know, 1977, 78 sort of era, it was vintage, it was, it was something more special than, than the others. Uh, and that's why I, I then gradually, last few years, I, I got rid of all my non-solid dome figures uh and just focus on on this one uh and i'm i'm actually very pleased that i've, I've gone quite far with it i've got a few more cards to to get but this year i managed uh to, to complete my 12 abc uh, series i also on top of that i got a 12 a uh, Taiwan uh, graded, uh, so I was yeah was very excited. I think I, I think I've taken as far as I could. I've got as I say men I mentioned before. I'm just uh, missing one or two, uh, which would be nice to have. But you know I'm happy. Uh, whatever I have, I'm happy at the moment. I mean the Star Wars cards together. I mean I know they look very similar from the front, but they just pop. It just really does pop. I do notice that you you have quite a lot of of graded figures. Um, I know some people love grading. Some people aren't so keen on grading. Do you look for a graded figure over an ungraded figure, or is it just however it comes? I I I think I understand that some uh, in 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 the community there's there's really I think three camps. There's those who don't like grading, those who are neutral, 
and and those who, who favor grading i'm in the camp of, of uh, i favor grading uh, i think yeah. it's just something i've always i, I like that i think it's uh, because I, I look for quality as, as you know um, uh, it has to be for me uh, to get a figure or to to own a figure it has to be mini if it is graded it has to be minimum 80 uh, and it's a choice i've made uh, and i'm happy with that choice uh, because as i say it has uh, enabled me uh, in the past uh, to 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 get rid of some some of my previous uh, figures uh, and, and sell them at, at, a, at a good price, but also because you know that whatever you, you you're buying uh, or, or selling, you you know you, it is genuine piece, you know, which has been certified by 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 a grading company. Um, but yeah, I try to I opt for for a grade where a graded item where 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 possible. Do you send items off to be graded if you've picked still, something up that you still you will not believe? But I've never done that. No, just I've a... never. I've never. I've never got my stuff because i've got another philosophy i'm thinking that you know what i might as well get the graded item you know i have i have some items which are not graded especially in my in my r2d2 line which i'd love to get great i will probably one day but you know i'm too lazy i, I prefer if, if i can avoid the hassle uh, i might as well get the, the graded item in the first place yeah i suppose you've always got it there to upgrade as well haven't you if you do find one graded and to move on but um yeah r2 is brilliant man I, I love that the picture you sent me i just just love the stack of them and just such a clean looking car back and absolutely stunning. Your, th- your third area. Now, it is a focus. You are looking at a character here. Now you, but but you named uh, your number three, Don't Give Up on Your Dreams and Friendship. And this this is really nice. So you've got two stories here. This is your your layer focus, uh, layer Organa. Um, I'll let you go through these, these two stories. So first of all, uh, your first story is about how you acquired these five particular pieces. You're following from Carrie Fisher's passing. So what a run this is. Can you just go through the five cards that I'm looking at? Well, the, the story behind my layer focus and these cards are, as I say, when, when I started uh, into vintage collecting, I had a, a fascination with uh, the Leia Organa um, uh, picture. I, I thought it was a very iconic, classic picture uh, on the Yavin base with her white dress. In the back of my mind, I said, oh, you know what? I, I have to get one of those. Uh, they don't come often. So I thought, you know, yeah, when, when the time comes, I will get it. And then, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher passed away. And I thought to myself, well, Zia, you blew it because they're going to be very hard to find now. And they're going to be very expensive. And that's what happened. I and, I and and I thought, no, I can't give up. I I must. I'm sure. I I'll, I will wait. I will wait. And Sue, so I can't explain how or, or what happened. But within the space of two years of her demise, I managed to get to get these uh, five items. Uh, four of them are the sorry. The, four of them are graded, uh, except the French one, uh, and they're all 80 grade. And 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 I, I've yeah. I'm. Just, I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful. And how I acquired them, I think it's a bit of a, a bit of luck, a um, bit of patience, uh, the right connection, a uh, bit of research, um, but also, um, you know, uh, be uh, uh, to be there at the, at the right time, at the right, right place. Um, and also, uh, two of them, uh, the one uh, with the stickers on the right. Um, I think I, I there are some deals um, when I buy. Um, my items. There's some deals what I which uh, I call all hands on deck sort of deals. Me, which means that I build up sufficient fund to put a confident bid, and I'll go as high as possible because I, I'm I'm desperate for the item. 
obviously there is a there is a ceiling, but I I'm I'm let's say more ambitious uh, with some of these deals. And these two items, I, I was really yeah, I was really focused. I really wanted them, uh, and I'm I'm very very grateful. I was very fortunate that I paid uh, a good price. It was not it wasn't too high. Uh, it was I think the right market rate. Uh, but yeah, uh, as I say, uh, very very lucky uh, this, in in the two years to to obtain these items. Um, I because they don't come often. Uh, I think I'm I'm sort of happy uh, with what they have already. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm, if if I find another one, yeah, I will go for it. But I have no doubt that it's they are they are very rare uh, and and quite expensive to get. The the other picture um, is it's or. The reason of the, the, the story behind the, the French uh, Organa, the Meccano one, uh, it's it's about the friendship, really. It's about the friendship in, in the hobby, uh, and I, I actually wanted to 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 illustrate that because you know it's it's the hobby is great. You collect all these things, but you know more than than collecting piece of plastic, it's about the people around you, the community, you know, the the, the, the people on the Facebook. Uh, all the friends you, you make and 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 the story behind behind that layer it, it is about the friendship it's about the the people who help you to to to, to get the item uh so the story behind it is starts with uh, i've got a couple of friends uh who are part of the vader uh vintage group which i i administer um uh, darren eddy who's based in australia and sven schneider who's based in in, in germany so what happened uh, one summer? I I purchased a twelve pack uh, R two uh, in Australia, and I I found out my friend um, Darren, who's based in in Brisbane, was going to come to uh, to London, and uh, I asked him, do, do you mind if I if I get this uh, this uh, R two shipped to, to to your your address, and then you can you can bring it along. To London, and he said, "Yeah, sure, sure." He, you know, he, he was he was such a gent, and he said, "Yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll bring it along." So at the same time, um, my friend Sven uh, contacted me, and as I say, Sven is based in Germany, and Sven said uh, uh, he showed me this this picture of of this uh, the French uh, Meccano, the Leia, and he said, uh, "Do you want it?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'd love it." I haven't. I mean, I, I don't. I, I didn't have it, and I, I was really looking forward to to get a, a foreign card. So I said, "Yeah, I'd love to have it." I didn't have an, uh, enough funds, uh, but uh, I managed to sweeten the deal with a uh, Minton card Vader that I had. I I was I didn't want, uh, and uh, Sven was happy to exchange or do a, a, a part deal with this. So we agreed the deal, some cash and and and, and that Vader item. But I this. Thought occurred to me, right? I, I don't have any problem to ship my Vader, but I, I was really, really concerned about you know getting the, that layer, how 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 he's going to ship it, and, and just to make sure it doesn't get damaged. So uh, I, when I was talking to Darren, Darren mentioned, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way to uh, London, and um, oh, by the way, yeah, I'll come to London. I'll, I'll drop the the twelve back, uh, the R two, and then I, I'm off to Germany to visit Sven. So I said, oh, are you? Okay, I said, uh, do you mind taking that Vader to him and bringing back the layer? He said, yeah, sure, mate, no problem. I said, hey, what can I say, D Darren? What a, what a guy! Uh, I met him in London. He, he gave me my twelve back. Uh, I gave him my 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 Vader uh, to take to 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 Sven, 
he went to Germany and came back with uh, with Alea. And uh, we uh, we had lunch. Uh, Darren, his lovely wife Sarah, in a Turkish restaurant, uh, and this is where he gave me my my French Alea, and I was super excited. And it was it was great opportunity to 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 meet uh, Darren and and to have a you know some some time talk about Star Wars his collect collection collection and and what he well, you know his life and all that stuff so it was great. It's not bad having a uh, personal courier yeah. travel from Australia and then pop around Europe <laughs> and bring you the back is it? And, and actually found out that he picked up some something else from 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 Sven, uh, some some other Vader stuff, which he took to Australia for for another guy, another collector. <laughs> what a responsibility! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, but uh, he's he's a great guy. Yeah. You're often on. Um, you post a photo on Facebook or social media, going out for for the odds. I think I think they're often curry nights, and I see you um, sitting at the tables with three or four Star Wars fans and a couple of toys on the table. Is is that social aspect? I know this is about friendship here, but that social aspect quite important to you as part of the hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, it is. Actually, uh, I started these 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 curry nights with a couple of uh, friends, um, Ed Newborn and, and and James Swanson. Um, well, they're friends of mine, and they um, we we started doing this a, a while back. And then I thought, hang on, why just us two? Why don't we bring anybody else who, who who lives around London? And that's how we started. So whenever we can, and unfortunately with COVID, it's haven't done one for a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love that. I think this is this is a great aspect uh, of the collecting, as I say, is is, is meeting people, and 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 I think through this friendship, you, you build this network, and and you know, and and it helps it helps your collection, it helps their collection, but it's also fun. It's fun to to get to know other other people. Do you ever try to get to any of like not so much the conventions, but more the toy show types, like a Farthest From or a, an Echo Live, where they're predominantly based for vintage toys, or does that is that kind of the social bit not really interest oh, you yeah. in that? Too, I wish I did. I, I I miss the Echo Live all the time because on the Saturday uh, when it happens, I've got my my I've got I take uh, my son for fencing classes, uh, so I miss that. Unfortunately, the Echo Live. Having said that, I I was meant uh, to go to the one which was cancelled uh, this year. No. Uh, I was I was gonna actually I had booked a table to sell some of my stuff. But yeah, I, I haven't been to to the uh, the fathers from. I, I've heard so much about it. It's just a question of you know family commitment. It's often not yeah. for me to get there. But having said that, I've attended uh, two of the celebrations in, in Europe, the, the London ones. So I've enjoyed that. Yeah, to be fair, um, Echo and Fathers from. I mean, Echo is is a real hive. There's so much going on there, and so much great items. And they're two very different shows. Fathers from as well, very a lot more intimate, but um, a real throwback to those. Uh, 1990 kind of events i mean they're both lovely if you ever get the chance to to get down there obviously farthest from is good if you can make a weekend of it really but like i say i know that's not easy for for everybody with um personal life so we're going to move on to your number four here uh, a picture is worth a thousand words now death star droid such a good iconic figure love it uh this, this image you've you've sent me here um we've got four cards four mental cards and and then four loose and a baggie so can you can you take me through what's going on in this picture? Well, yeah, the, the obvious thing is it Desa Droid is my focus. Yeah. But I think what I wanted to illustrate with this picture is various aspects of my collecting habit, which which are actually displayed uh, on, on this picture. Like first thing to observe is that you can see some loose figures. None of my other focus, I have loose figures. Desa Droid is the only one which I happen to have a, a, a 
some some loose figures because I, I think I think the figure itself is as you mentioned is stunning. It's it's a great figure. So that's one observation. Well, when uh, you go with loose with the Death Star drawing as well, though, you've probably found the hardest hardest loose figure to get with decent limbs that stand up and with decent paintwork, haven't you, with the black? It's, uh... <laughs> correct, correct. As a matter of fact, they are, they are, whatever you see on the picture, they are the only one I own because I, I've struggled to find, uh, you know, figures with, with, you know, great color, oh, sorry, great paint. Um, and they are, they are really stunning, actually. They are, they are you know, very, very stiff limbs and, and, and sort of near, near mint condition. Yeah, they look good. Uh, so, so the other thing to note, acrylic. <laughs> uh, I love acrylic. Uh, for me, uh, if you want to display, especially a mint on card, has to be on, on, on acrylic. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. We we uh, alluded earlier on about displaying and and uh, my my collection. I am I, because I don't have a space uh, to, to to display them permanently. I I often take them out and 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 put them on a table and, and and take pictures and 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 this uh, where i actually took this picture it, there's an area of my uh, in my house in, in, on the ground floor um in, in the dining room facing the garden uh where there's a natural sort of light sunlight comes comes through and 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 and, and it's a really great place to to take pictures of my of my collection i've done this if you if you notice that a, a, a lot of the, the pictures i've taken are actually from that area uh and and this is this is a favorite spot of mine and i often just as i say when it's it's uh, it's nice and sunny just put them there and, and take uh, take a picture there other thing to note is yeah the, the the cards are in near mint condition uh as i say i try my best uh to avoid any cracks in the bu- bubbles and and any any yellow bubbles um a card also needs to be good uh the other thing to notice is upgrades i often upgrade cards all of these four cards have been upgraded to, to as i say to, to to try to achieve the the status of, of mint or name mint uh interestingly enough the the fourth one on the right the 45 back i've upgraded that three times uh i currently have uh i have it now on 85 grade i also like to collect uh, where possible um rare item uh and one of the rarest uh, in in this picture is is the empire strikes back Offerless. Uh, it took me a while to get one. Actually, uh, I've been I've been trying for a long time to get that one. So it is common in my my, my collecting habit to to aim for for anything which is now not common uh, and, and often very you know very rare. I mentioned earlier that I don't have any 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 proof cards. Uh, I'm not into proof cards at all. I'm not into prototypes or all these pre-production items. They're so expensive and then often they're not. They are, people are like them, that's fine, but they don't display as, as well as, as the production item. I think that, that really sums up what I wanted to say about, about this picture and, and in a way about my, my collecting habit, really. The, the Tri Logo Death Star Droid, I mean, he's getting harder and harder. I've seen his price rise quite vastly in the last two, three years. He's um, such, a, such a lovely card. And that ESB, Offless, I mean, the whole photo, it does pop, doesn't it, like that? I mean, it is beautiful. Lovely yeah, it piece. Is. Yeah. Yes. Just um. Well, while we're on your your focuses, um, I know you're not a loose collector, but what do you think when you go back five years and a variant to me seemed to be, um, let's take Luke Skywalker for example. He had about three hair colours, but these there are these people now that hunt the variants and they're saying that there's fifty variants of a of a single figure. I mean, I saw the other day a Snaggletooth which had got like a a gouge out of his back. To me. It looked like a gouge out of his back, you know, and they were going on. Oh, is it a factory error? And it's just like, mm, well, pa- perhaps you know, 
something wasn't right in the moulding. But where do you sit on variants? Do you do you think there's multiple so many for each figure? No, I don't. I mean, and that's probably one of the reasons why I don't collect loose figures because I know with some of my obsessive uh, nature, I'd go, I'd go nuts. I, I would be hunting down all the different uh, variants. So. No, and that's why I know I, I, I. First of all, my position is, you know, no, I'm not bothered about so many variants. And secondly, because I, I don't collect, I only collect the million cards. Uh, it really doesn't affect me too much. No. So I try to avoid all the headache and all of that. <laughs> I was just wondering if you ever like. Uh, I, 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 to be fair, actually, Leia, your focus is. I'm not. I'm not sure how. There are not many variants. variants. No. There are. I suppose the Def, Def Squad Commander, which you mentioned earlier, yeah, it's got, he's what they call the disco boots. But that's right. yeah, yeah. Do, do you do you chase mint on cards with with that variant in them? I don't, I don't know. No. For no. me, it's, it's 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 more the card bag variation yeah. rather than the the figure itself. I, and uh, I'm with you. And as a matter of fact, Death Star Commander. Funny you mentioned that one. Of all my focus, I, I he's probably my my least favorite as a loose figure because I found him. I don't find it very attractive as a loose figure. It's more, more, more the card back, which I love. Well, Zia, that takes us on to your fifth and final, fifth and final choice. And I, I love this. Uh, you name this, your, your hidden treasures from your childhood. Obviously, we've already touched on your childhood and your love of stickers and cards. So oh, now, some of these photos really did get me. This is, this is Panini predominantly, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Uh, these are uh, Panini, but also other foreign licensees. Who use the same uh, stock images for creating the, the album? So, so they are photo albums from from uh, or sticker album. I've, as a matter of fact, I actually discovered that some of them. The Panini one, I think, are stickers, but the others, uh, the non Panini, are actually uh, apparently used to glue them. Uh, so used to get the, the cards, um, same same shape as the sticker version, uh, but used to glue them. Uh, so th- they are from from different. Part of the world uh, there is uh, the italian uh, on, on the pictures you see the, the the italian the spanish the mexican uh, and, the, and the german i love the italian the italian one there where you've got you've got so these are all um star wars but i just think the same about luke and leia i mean the way they've been portrayed <laughs> exactly. in that imagery you know leia's extremely sexy <laughs> in that photo and luke's got all his his uh chest out and he's muscular i mean it is a great, great image. I love seeing different things like that. And in fact, the Italian stuff often piques that kind of interest in me with some of the ways they go. And I'm three pios, proper prominent, isn't he, on that cover? Correct. Yeah, yeah. The good old Italians. Yeah, I, I, love, I love the and 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 that that actually the album stands out from the others. Actually, yeah, there's definitely something about it that um that thing. And so internally, I've got I've got a few sticker albums, but are all the stickers the same, the same order? Is it just the covers that are are different or? Yeah, yeah, the stickers are, are all the same actually. Although the pictures, sorry, inside are are all the same, and 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 uh, only the only difference is is the cover. The the is uh, uh, was it interesting because the only way you can say distinguish between the Spanish and the Mexican is the address, uh, and I think it's in the back of of the actual licensee, uh, and that's the only way you, you you could distinguish that one one of them obviously it's a Mexican address and the other one is a Spanish address. Uh, they look amazing. Is there any that you're still looking for? Uh, the, the first one I got was the Mexican. Uh, it's actually one of the rarest. Mexican is one of the rarest. The more common one are the German and the Spanish, followed by the Italian. Uh, there's, uh, I also have a, a, a Brazilian, which is not shown here, but I also have a Brazilian. And they're all complete, by the way. And the other two, which I don't have, which I'd love to, but uh, very, very hard to get, 
the next hardest one is the Venezuela. I, I know a friend of mine has got it complete, uh, and there's probably two or three around the world which are complete sets. And the very hardest one, impossible to get up, never seen it, is the Costa Rica. Right. Yeah, some of that's uh, completely new to me. Costa Rica, sticker album. I mean, you don't hear much coming out from a place like that, do you? No. With regards to vintage items. Oh, they look amazing, mate. And uh, you, you sent me a, a link to um, isu.com, which is amazing. You, you've got the Italian sticker album here, and you can turn every page over and see the album as it is. That's a lovely site. I've never come across that before. No, I... Um, I actually wanted uh, to share this with you because for me, more than the the album, the actually cover album, is the content. I mean, when I first got the um, uh, the, the Mexican, when I opened it and I opened and looked at the pictures, I was actually blown away by the pictures themselves. And the reason is, is after 40 years of you know, being a Star Wars fan and, and collecting, you know, from childhood to discover some pictures you had never seen before. Uh, and, and, and the quality of them are, are just simply stunning. Uh, because, as I say, my, during my first phase of collecting, I, I went through all the tops cards and stuff like that and all the different pictures in magazines. So I had seen all kind of pictures uh, from, from, from Star Wars. But then when you, 40 years later, you, you, you get hold of this uh, in your hand and you think, how did I miss that? How, how come I, I'd never seen not only these pictures, but these albums? Uh, it was something quite amazing. I, I, something, I can't explain it. Uh, it it's, they're superb. I mean, the, the albums are, I mean, I love them. I think they're, they are beautiful. There's something which triggers from your childhood, uh, some memories or something like that. And I, I found them fascinating. And that's why actually I wanted to share this with you because one, I think the content, if you look at these these pictures, you, you'll see they're very unusual. And some of them, I mean, I mean, even, as I say, I'm not even shown they were they were taken from, from all, of the, they had actually shown this in, in the movie. I don't know where they they, they got these pictures, but uh, they're they are very nice. And, and, and then when you realize that they're actually from 1978, just the thought of that, it's just, it's just like you're going back in time and, and, and you're trying to relive that, that, that childhood and, and opening, opening these pictures, opening these, these packets of, of, of stickers and, and opening them and sticking them on the album. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a beautiful experience uh, when I first, first uh, got them. Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Zero. Just love. I love that. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah, that's so brilliant. Well, they, they, I mean, they are superb choices. And um, if you only had to pick one thing that they said, you know, you've got to get rid of everything, what would you be urged to keep out of I'll get out of the whole sections? I mean, would you keep your Vader focus or your layer or your, your oh, treasures? Oh, Stu, this is a tough one. Oh, gosh, I don't know. I think a while back I would have said my 12, 12 back. Uh, R2, the 12C, actually. This was the first one I ever got, my 12 back. It's a, it's one of my favorite pieces. Uh, but I think uh, I'll probably have to go for the for the Canadian Vader. Sparked a, sparked a whole focus, as we've learned tonight. That's right. <laughs> um, Zia, just before we do close out, can you just explain to us then what Star Wars is to you? What, why, why Star Wars? Why is Star Wars that has taken such a big part of your life? I guess it's to, to do with my childhood. Even before Star Wars came, I was very much into sci-fi and uh, fantasy movies and everything. I mean, I used to, Friday night with my brother, we used to, every Friday night, they used to show these, these uh, sci-fi movies from 50s and 60s. 
And even my friends used to complain I was too much. I was so much into science fiction. My parents had enough. Uh, and I think when Star Wars came, came at the, at the right moment. I mean, it, I had a very fertile mind and very sort of a lot of full of imagination. And, and you know, uh, and for me, Star Wars just hit it, hit me uh, right where, you know, uh, where, where it was, um, you know, perfect time, perfect place. Uh, you know, allowed me that 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 you know that that channel to to express myself with with, with all the you know all this, the story writing and 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 whatever. Um, so yeah, I was very difficult to explain, but I think I would probably the source would be that that I've always had a very open mind with with, with sci-fi and and, and fantasy, uh, and that's why Star Wars means means a lot to me because that that allows me to that escapism. Uh, you know, and that that thing about uh, good versus bad, but also all the the, the spaceships and stuff like that. Uh, you know, the, the the fact that you you can escape and you can leave your sort of daily routine and 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 and, and enjoy this 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 moment where you are in another planet and, and stuff like that. And uh, I guess that's probably yeah, that's the only explanation I have. Escapism, that's what it is. But um, but Zia, I mean. It's been absolutely fascinating. Thank you for sharing everything tonight because you've got some amazing items, a wonderful collection, and I do urge people to go and have a look at the enhanced version because, I mean, it's it's wonderful to see when when you. I mean, it's lovely to know that you get them out and photograph them like you do. But you've got beautiful collections here, and uh, thank you. Um, look forward to see where you go next. Thank you very much. No, it was a. Uh, it's been a. It's been a pleasure, and and I have to say also that. Uh, I have to mention that I really enjoy your your, your podcast. Uh, I'm a fan of the Vintage Rebellion, but podcast, but also enjoy yours because I think you've you've nailed it. Uh, you you really by covering both modern and vintage, uh, you you really access a, 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 a wide network of of the Star Wars fandom, uh, and it's great. So yeah, thank you for having me on. Oh, our pleasure, our pleasure, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we will have the pleasure again in the future. Zia, thank you so much once again. Man. just want to say once again a huge huge thank you to Zia for uh, joining me really really enjoyed that and uh, maybe you want to get involved and uh, maybe do an interview in 2021 come on tell us about anything to do with your Star Wars fandom if you do and you're interested in that kind of thing you can email me at generationskywalker at gmail.com or contact us through any of our social media so go on Facebook on Twitter and on Instagram and just search for Generation Skywalker if you want to watch the enhanced version of this show so you can see the amazing images that uh, we were talking about during that interview, uh, go over to YouTube. Again, search for Generation Skywalker. Uh, enjoy the video. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of our videos in the future. And go over to www.generationskywalker.com where you can find our blogs uh, and links to all of our enhanced shows and all of our audio shows. So much going on over there as well. But for me and for this show, it is uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Zia, once again. I hope you enjoyed the show. We are Generation Skywalker. <laughs>